0: All right, ready? In three, two. Hold oh, it. Hold on. Isaac, I'm leaving this in here. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact, I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that jerk with back. the back. the house
1: tonight. The, Ner- the Nerlans, which is relish only, right? Yeah, relish right, only. Yeah. Re- relish or nothing at all. yep Rain. Rain. And the is in the house tonight. The
0: Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engsted, media member at MabsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, ah, as always, by my co host, the hot dog to my gate, the smoking human editor, Isaac Harris. What you got for me?
1: Christmas time is here. Happy Christmas time is here, and Santa brought Nerlens a hot dog <laughs> and Oscar Meyer. Ugh. First off, is a hot dog a sandwich, Nick?
0: Oh, this is the this is the moneyball thing. Like M- moneyball. They still talk about this in our in our Slack channels about whether a hot dog is a sandwich or not. A hot dog is not a sandwich. I
1: agree. It's not a sandwich. Get off.
0: It's not a sandwich. It's not a sandwich. It's it's different. In the same way that a quesadilla is not a sandwich.
1: Interesting. Yes, is right? not a sandwich. I love quesadillas, though.
0: Same. Gosh, Same. man.
1: I kind of want one now.
0: Taco Bell has these half quesadillas for a dollar, and they are they're
1: What? They had a uh, $5 like, quesadilla box. is like crispy chicken box, and it was like five bucks. I'm like, ballin', and then I went to get it on my road <laughs> trip the other day. And they're like, we don't carry that anymore. I'm like, forget that. Now i can go find something
0: <sighs> else. You're like, come on.
1: It's like, You're let me like, drive another 30 miles to the next Chick-fil-A, I guess.
0: was it sunday was it sunday though (laughs) Uh,
1: no it was a friday
0: what is it about what is it about sunday that makes you always want chick-fil-a like literally every time
1: every single time i drove past it today and i was like dang
0: so isaac is back now we are we're i think we're we're back for a little while at least until christmas when i'm not really sure what's going on with that uh, my parents live out in the middle of nowhere, and so it might as well be the Amazon jungle because I'm not sure about their <laughs> Wi-Fi situation. So we could be dark on some pods here for for about for about a week, depending <laughs> on where we are. But we should be good for you know our regular scheduled podcasts. Guys, thank you for for sticking on with us, for staying with us.
1: Your uh, only daily Mavericks
0: podcast. Honestly, it's the only daily one, even though we didn't go daily for like a couple, a couple weeks couple days yeah. we, we did three pods last week all right isaac last month this is our first of you and me this is our first podcast of you and me uh in december last month we had a payoff where you would you and i would pick games and i did not agree to this you just got my text and you know, was like Who? You, know, you know exactly what you're doing Uh, And you have to do a payoff because you lost. I guessed that the Mavericks would have four wins. You guessed that they would have three wins. I think they got five wins in the month of November. Or something like that. Either way, I won. And so this month, uh, we're picking again. I picked five wins, you picked six wins, right? Correct. So this time you went over and I went under. So went over and under the five and a half there. Your payoff that I have decided there are three different Duke Blue Devil fight songs and you will attempt to sing. And I know you have no idea how this goes. I, you will attempt to sing all three of these. This is the oh. first one today and then you will do your next one tomorrow and then the next one the day after that. You will oh, sing the Lord. Duke Blue Devils fight song. If anybody's listening for the first time, Isaac is a diehard UNC fan. Him and Harrison Barnes are best friends in that. And he loves UNC. And he hates Duke so much. It pains him that Marvin Bagley is the best recruit in college basketball because he plays for Duke. Isaac, do you oh have gosh. the Duke Blue Devil fight song in front of you?
1: I think my phone just died.
0: <laughs> I, I can see the glow from the screen on your face right now. That I feel like I
1: would be cursing on the pod if I read if if I sing this.
0: I have the ability to bleep out any cursing, so if you feel as such, I will. But Oh, my
1: gosh. It even says Carolina Goodnight in it. This <laughs> it breaks my heart.
0: All right. Ready, Isaac, to dun, 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 sing dun, dun, the Duke dun, dun, Blue dun, Dope? Dun, dun, Do you know how it goes?
1: No, nah, I don't at all. Why I would I know how this goes?
0: Because you've watched you This probably is watched the song
1: watched- that Satan sings while he sits <laughs> on his throne in hell.
0: When he goes to the bathroom. <laughs>
1: yeah, Yes.
0: Or a different throne. <laughs> uh, I, I thought you would know how it goes because of all the times that you've watched UNC lose to Duke. Uh,
1: ha, 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 Go put on your Andy Dalton jersey with your Lonzo Ball <laughs> tattoo on your neck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I cover that up most days. <laughs> all right. Go for it. it this is Isaac lines. Harris, diehard UNC fan, paying off our... our uh monthly win total predictions
1: bet fight fight blue devils fight fight for duke and the blue and white march on through for the touchdowns there for you go get them duke is out oh my god duke is out to win today carolina good night so turn on the steam team fight blue devils fight
0: this is the stupidest thing I've ever did in my entire <laughs> All life. Right, that was fine, but it sounded like you rapped it. I need you to sing it. So, oh my gosh! You I don't to, even. You have. How to, can I sing have, it if I don't know how it. it goes? Just give it a tune. Something. Just the people need to hear this again.
1: I'm trying to think of a of a fight song. Oh my <laughs> I don't
0: sing even, it to the I, arthur theme song every day when you're walking down the street
1: that's lebron's <laughs> i don't know i can't i honestly can't sing it without it without knowing how it goes
0: sing it to row 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 your boat fight fight blue devils, blue devils fight for, for duke, duke blue and, blue blue. and white <laughs>
1: Fight, fight, Blue Devils. Fight for Duke and blue and white. March on through for the touchdowns there for you. Go get him. Duke is out to win today. Carolina, good night. So turn on the steam team. Fight, Blue Devils. Fight. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm just retired right now. I'm done. See (laughs) y'all. We have that have in the two archives of forever.
0: We have that in the archives.
1: I'm going to go so deep down into these, like, win predictions now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and guess what? There's another one tomorrow.
1: Oh, my gosh. And another one.
0: They have three different songs. I was like, why do they have oh my three gosh. songs? If I find two more, I will definitely include them. All right. That was our bet payoff. This month for the month of November. We are guessing, I am guessing five wins. Isaac is guessing an optimistic six wins because this is a rough month. Uh, But they already have their first win against the Los Angeles Clippers. That is what we are also going to talk about today. But before we do that, Isaac Harris. In the Mavericks organization, you know, franchise history, there was the Don Nelson stuff where he was, you know, pushed out. There was a lawsuit. There's all this stuff. There was the DeAndre Jordan fiasco. There have been, you know, fiascos in this organization. There have been seasons where the Mavericks have, you know, barely won 20 games. There have been seasons where they haven't won 20 games. There have been really low moments in the Mavericks franchise history. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely some low moments here and there.
0: There have been some bad moments, but listen to me as I tell you this. There has never been a worse moment for the Mavericks franchise history than when a player, one that suits up in the silver and blue, that goes out there, that plays for you MFFLs, all of you listening know that if a a player that goes out to play for you in front of a sellout a An NBA record that is still continuing on sellout. these fans, you guys come out to every single game and you go hard every game. This, Harrison Barnes has told me that when he goes to other arenas, he is surprised at how much Mavericks fans come out to games every day. He said that's the difference. It's that Mavericks fans are there all the time. And so when a player that plays for this team doesn't go all out, he is cheating not only himself. He is cheating the team, he is cheating his coach, he is cheating the general manager, the front office. There's a person in the front office that stuck his neck out for that player. You know, you know that there are people in the front office that stick their necks out for a player. They go out, they're embarrassing themselves, and when they're embarrassing their team, their coaches, they're embarrassing their teammates, they're embarrassing their friends on the team, they're embarrassing their friends and former teammates on other teams. When a player does that on the Dallas Mavericks, it means something. And you know, listen to me when I tell you, there has never been a worse moment in the Mavericks history in all of, it, since 1980, since the team was, has been resurrected from the ground and became the flagship organization of the NBA that everybody looks to that is a, a staple of stability in the NBA. There's never been a worse moment Then when Nerland's Noel leaves his teammates in the heat of battle, in the middle of a game, when you were playing against your arch rival, a player that shunned you, a player that embarrassed this organization, then when you leave in the heat of battle and go to the media room and get a hot dog, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, and I am embarrassed. Harrison Barnes was embarrassed. You have embarrassed Dirk. You have embarrassed... The legend, you've embarrassed Mark Cuban, Rick Carlisle, Donnie Nelson. You've embarrassed all the MFFLs. So, Nerlens Noel, I need you to know, this is unacceptable. And this is the worst moment in the history of the Mavericks organization.
1: Did King Leonidas leave battle to go eat? He never would. No. Did did William Wallace leave the battlefields of Scotland?
0: He probably had some potatoes in his pocket, but no. To
1: go eat. Did Maximus leave the fields as he was fighting for Rome to no, go eat? No,
0: Maxi Kleba stayed in the locker room during <sighs> halftime.
1: Nerlens did, and that's
0: and it's not that it's not that you got caught. It's not that you got caught. It's the fact that it happened. That's what we're disappointed about today.
1: And it's the fact that you didn't even get relish on the hot dog.
0: The the fact that he would only eat a hot dog with nothing or with relish is appalling. It is terrible. It is disgraceful. He should never show his face. You know what? When December 15th comes, I hope he gets (laughs) traded. All right. There you go. That was my best Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless impersonation that I just did uh, on the hot dog gate. Good Lord, everyone. Calm down about hot dog gate. There like what I just did, that whole thing, that bit was I mean, that's what some people sounded like.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I wish he would have grabbed ten. He needs to eat ten.
0: <laughs> well, what was the joke that he made? So so okay, if you guys don't understand what we're talking about, let's 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 step back. So the Dallas Mavericks played the Los Angeles Clippers on Saturday at one PM, which was the most random time to play a game. <laughs> the reason was is because they there was a stars game later that night. And uh, the stars had done that earlier in the year, where they both play on the same day. If you're not from Dallas, the Dallas Stars are the NHL hockey team, and they play in the exact same building as the Dallas Mavericks. And so, on days when they both play, it's pretty crazy because they have to change out the you know the floor for ice or ice for floor, you know, either whatever way they have to do it. It takes them what two three hours.
1: Yeah, it takes a while.
0: Which in two hours to me seems really fast <laughs> to put to ice put rink a,
1: to put an ice rink down.
0: Yeah, to to basically and, and- build an ice rink. <laughs>
1: And you got to remember, like, with a, with a tip-off at 1, I mean, these players are getting there at 9.30, 10, maybe even earlier. I mean, Carlisle does a pregame press conference at 11.15. Yeah, right, I'm not even and, awake at that point. <laughs> and players are already doing their pregame stuff on the court, you know, during that at 11, you know, so like two hours before tip. So a lot of these guys that if you do eat lunch around 12 or 1, I mean, these guys are getting to, to the gym to play. To play a game at, you know, 10, 9 30, you know, 10 30, whatever it is.
0: Yeah. So the Mavericks play this game at 1 p.m. And so it, it's pretty early. That's really early for an NBA game. <laughs> um, and so they play this game during half. So Nerlens hasn't played the whole first half. You know, if you've been listening to us, you know that Nerlens hasn't really been playing that much. He's been getting DNPs. And so in the- <laughs> during halftime, he goes to the media room and he gets a hot dog in the media room during halftime. In the, the media room before before a game, there is they they'll always have food. You know, you, certain media people can get it for free. Certain media people have to buy it, whatever. And so there's food in there. And then at halftime, they have hot dogs that are there. They have popcorn. They have uh, soda. I almost called it pop. They have soda. And They have uh, you know just stuff in there, drinks and whatever. And Nerlands was caught <laughs> during halftime going into the media room and uh, getting a hot dog from. The uh from the media room. And then Tim McMahon posted a picture of it, and then afterwards everybody was asking him about it. Everyone was asking, you know, Nerlands about it, and he was just like, Oh, I was hungry. You know, what and he didn't really make a big deal about it. He said I have to get my energy up for the second half. He ends up not playing the second half at all. And all this stuff comes of it. People are writing stories about it, they're relishing the thought about it. You know, all these people <laughs> writing these st-
1: relishing.
0: <laughs> Shout out to Eddie Sefko for writing it. Eddie,
1: I give Eddie props. He asked Rick about it. So there's yep, you know jokes it, on Twitter right about it. Like, it. who's who's going to ask Rick? Um, thought that we were going to go the whole post-game press conference. Because, you know, if you don't know, Dallas won by, like, 30. Yeah. So yeah, at least we had that. So the post-game press conference happened. Can you imagine
0: there's... if they lost and this happened?
1: <laughs> and, and, and that was the thing. Like, you know, Nick mentioned it. They won by 30, and Nerland still didn't play. Everybody played. Jeff Withy played. played, and Tony Cleveland played. And Josh Tony McRoberts Cleavey played. played, played. No, I was half. just kidding. McRoberts didn't play. McRoberts played in a suit. Now, um, you know, like he everybody suit played up though.
0: Let's be real.
1: <laughs> everybody played except for uh, except for And so, anyway, last question of the post game press conference. Eddie asked Rick. He slips Carlisle. it right in there. He slips right it right in, is, in there,
0: right as Sarah's about to say anything else. Take him. <laughs> Does moment.
1: it concern you? <laughs> that you have a player on the active roster leave to go get. I don't think Rick really appreciated the question. No, not at all. Um, but Rick just like, hey. He was uh, waiting
0: for it, though. You could tell he knew it was coming.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. He he did for sure. Uh, Rick <laughs> Rick said, how do you know I didn't have one? Maybe I sent a ball boy to go get it. Is that a story for you? Um, but no. He just kind of downplayed it. and Whatever. He said, I hear they have good hot dogs here. Yeah. Clever Rick, ha ha. Um, but yeah, Nerland's, you know, every reporter's going past Nerland's in the locker room here and there, and hey, how's a hot dog? Why'd you get the hot dog? And blah blah. blah. And
0: so, People that never talked to him too were asking about it. That was what got me.
1: Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know that Mavericks didn't want this to be a story. They, you know, everybody was just wanting to just shoot this down. And um, but whenever you are a six and 17 team and you have a player that was about to get 70 million over the off season and a player
0: that is featured on the side of your team bus.
1: I, I actually noticed that yesterday too. Um, yeah, that's why the New Orleans situation just—it's still so intriguing, and I don't—I don't buy. I was talking to Tim Cato about this yesterday. How, you know, some people are out there saying I'm tired of hearing about the New Orleans story. I'm, t-, you know, it's not even a story anymore, and, and I get it. I get the fatigue about the story, but it is a crazy, unique situation that this dude was offered seventy million dollars, and in a, in a matter of six months, he can't even find a minute he's the only player he's logging minutes behind two-way players and you know that's it so like there it's still a story it's going to be a story and it's going to be a story up past december 15th and until if he gets traded and just everything around it and even if he does get traded it'll be a story after that of like why did it fail and it's it's a story it's it's gonna stick it's it's gonna stick around it is it is for real
0: Especially for us as we, you know, we considered Nerlens a, a piece of this future. You know, we considered like, okay, now they have, you know, they have Nerlens and they have, you know, they have Harrison Barnes, then they had Nerlens and now they have Dennis. You know, that was like the three that we were trying to, this whole summer, we were talking, we were doing five pods a week talking about how, you know, who's going to fit. We were looking at, you know, well, they already have Nerlens so they're not going to pick like Zach Collins, you know, or somebody like that. We were like, we were considering him as a piece for this, this future. And I don't, you said within a matter of six months, in a matter of days when he went from not starting to, to, you know, when he went from starting to on the bench, when Carlisle said that at media day, I think this just, you know, like broke wide open at that point. It's, it's crazy. Like in a matter of one sentence, he became, you know, irrelevant on this team.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's wild. I mean, he didn't, he didn't know until two days before media day that he was not going to be starting. And, you know, I think about it sometimes about Dennis too, because, I know Dennis talked some about playing with Dirk and he, you know, I think he sprinkled in a little HB here and there. Yeah. But Dennis talked a lot about playing with two players this year. and That was Seth Curry and Nerlens Noel. <laughs> and you know, he, he hasn't he said, got to play with either during one of them.
0: day, Dennis know. said that that's the perfect big for me.
1: Yeah, man, about and, and, and like remember they like tweeted at each other too, you know, like on draft night Nerlens like, "Let's get it," you know, yeah. like Dennis responding back like I mean, we thought it was going to be a great pick-and-roll combo. And, and even, you know, I remember asking Dennis about Seth, and, and he's like, man, I think we can be one of the best backcourts in the league. And it's just, you know, if you think about it from Dennis's perspective, you know, two, shine, <laughs> two, uh, two young guys that we thought were going to be in the starting lineup that was going to be with Dennis, you know, he hadn't got to play with them really all year. And it's... You know, obviously one Seth because of injury, and Nerlens because of the crap situation. But it's just, you know, it's wild how things. It's wild to see mentally for Dennis, probably how things have changed for him over the, you know, course of the first part of the season.
0: So before, yeah, no, okay. Let me ask this question: Does this tell? Does this whole Nerlens situation show to other players on other teams, or even on the Mavericks, what can happen and how fast things can turn when you play for Rick Carlisle?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, <laughs> I
0: don't think this is a good look for the Mavericks.
1: No, uh, it's not. And um, you know, it's kind of we talked about this a little bit before. And you know, just talking to people in Mavs organization too is like, you know, what's, unfor- what's unfortunate about it is, so we hadn't got to this point yet as far as they them addressing the media today, but you know, Nerlens got hungry and he said, "Hey, I was just I was hungry." Yeah. I go, I work out and stuff, and it's something that he told me today, and you know, piece later on. But like, he told me today, he's like, which is really kind of sad when you think about it. But he tells me, you know, he's like, man, you know what I look forward to the most? <laughs> it's really sad if you think about it. But I look forward to my workouts before the game. <laughs> And he's like, I look forward to that the most because, like, he, that's when he puts in. he's I put in extra time. I, 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 go a little, you know, step farther in my workouts and my lifting. He said, I really look forward to those. He said, I look for positives in those. He said, I'm just looking for positives right now. Even in warm ups, I'm looking for positives. And Yikes. but he's but he's talking about that and he and he mentioned that today when he addressed the media with Rick Carlisle of saying, you know, I just had a I had a you know good workout, good hard workout this morning. And I just got hungry afterwards. Mm -hmm. And he said, I went to go get it. But like, here's the thing. This is what we were talking about before. The one place that has food or that had the food (laughs) is the one place that has the group of people in that arena that could blast it to millions of people. And that
0: their one reason for being there is to blast things everywhere.
1: Exactly, right in the media room for every reporter, media person in the world to, uh, to see you and everything. So there's like um,
0: millions of followers in there <laughs> combined, yeah. Them all up.
1: So yeah, I mean, it was just a, it was a wild situation. He said that you know today at practice. Oh no, are are you? Do you plan on going to that part?
0: No, well, yeah. Well, let's go to that part now. So so yesterday in practice on Sunday, he uh. He said, "You know, to the media, he, he uh, addressed the media in a video with, you know, Rick Carlisle. Let's go. Let's just go ahead and play that audio." Um, I just want to say yesterday's incident um, with the hot dogs. I just been going harder pregame, um, lifting wise, and I got a little hungry. Uh, different schedule,
1: so you know, it obviously meant nothing. You know, I, last thing I not want to do is eat. So you know, I just want to take as many calories as I can. But you know, I just gotta be smart about that and uh,
0: just, uh, send a ball or something. It's no sin to get hungry. Yeah, I didn't think so, but you know, you has got to be smarter about how you want to about it. So, look, I'm representing him.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go talk to uh, Wild About Harry's over on Knox. It's a hot dog place. And we're going to see if they'll do a Nerlands. The Nerlands, which is relish only, right? Yeah, relish only. Re- relish or nothing at all. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Did
0: they have relish last night? I didn't see it. so I just got them just, just playing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's yeah. yeah. hear so you know they're kind of joking about it, going back and forth, saying he's going to get an endorsement from him, but to me, it seems kind of forced, you know.
1: Yeah. Um. So we, you know we're setting practice. I had scheduled to meet with Nerlens after practice, and they're like, "Hey, Nerlens is going to meet with all the media." Before. And uh, and then you know when, you'll get him. When is the him
0: last him. time Nerlens has met with all the media? Media day. I
1: don't know. It, it's it's been a while. I feel like it, you know he he talked to us at practice one time. Okay. Um, but he's like you know like yeah he's gonna dress and I'm like okay interesting and then here comes him and Rick walking across the court. I'm like oh my gosh what the crap's about to happen <laughs> and like we're all like there wasn't a ton of media today. I mean there's probably like five or six of us. And we're all just kind of looking at each other, like, uh oh. And so then they get in front of the sign, and Rick's just being really like kind of sarcastic, and you kind of, you know, Nerland. It it was, it was just weird. It was really weird. I think it was weird, but I text you. you know, it's the best thing they could have done. I think because it's just like make light of it, make a joke about it, and just sweep it underneath the rug. Yeah, smart move, but it's still just super weird. And just it's weird with, to
0: me that they felt they needed to address it. You know, like if this yeah. was something that was just dumb, why do you, why do you have to address it? And why did you make it, you know, clear that you were going to address it? Unless you had ulterior motives with the player.
1: Yeah, and I, I think Nerland's... I honestly think Nerland's didn't think it was a big deal, and it was just like, hey, I'm hungry. I'm not playing anyway. What's it matter? You know, like. Let me just go get a hot dog real quick. I mean, he said to you know he said on Sunday he's like, hey, you know, I should have sent a ball boy, and you know, next time I probably will. Um, but you know, it's just, it's one of those situations to where I think Rick and the Mavs maybe didn't want it to be a story. Nerlens didn't think it, you know, it was a big deal anyway. So like, hey, let's just let's do this thing for the media to, you know, just make light of it and go from there. And that's what they did. And a lot of people found it funny. I th- I, th- I thought it was funny. I mean, I, I laughed it about it too. when it happened. And then you know, Rick making his his joke about the in the hot dog endorsement thing, you know, whatever floats your boat. But
0: how long did he sit up the night before thinking about what joke he was going to make?
1: <laughs> well, Nerlin's didn't address the media after that. He left directly from that. They as soon as that video pushed in, they went s- completely separate ways. Uh they did yeah. not walk away, you know, like Goldilocks and, you know, her little basket of bread or whatever and <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> who is Goldilocks in this metaphor? <laughs> Carlisle or Nerlens? Was Nerlens the good. basket of bread? <laughs> <laughs> Nerlens could use some bread. Yeah, uh, he, you know who else was was shedding light on this was Damon Stoudemire, former NBA player. Uh, he said social media snitches on everybody. Dudes who didn't play always ate at halftime. Some didn't even wear their jersey on the bench. Huh. <laughs> I Interesting. Thought that was hilarious. <laughs> And, I didn't uh, see that. That's that's pretty cool. I'm surprised they don't have food for players in the locker room halftime at halftime. Like, and it's wild just, because like, we see they have all like yeah, they have all this stuff on the if you ever look on a scorers table, they have all these things in this in these plastic boxes. That, since I've been covering the NBA, I have this is one of the things that I've realized that I never knew before as a fan. They have this like clear plastic box with all these things like gum lozenges like you know cough drops like all this stuff on the side you know to for players you know dayquel whatever like what you know whatever is is kosher for an nba player to, to be you know taking during a game and i'm surprised and they have like this huge you know kitchen in the background right near the locker room and they just read in yeah. the locker room and they don't have food for players that's just kind of weird to me
1: and we see the food after game, I and mean, we've seen like Maggiano's catered in. They always have some you know place catered in, yeah. and all this food for the players to eat. Because a lot of times we see players in the locker room after the game, they walk past us with a big pile of food on their you know yeah, on a, or a on a plate.
0: box or something.
1: Yeah, and so uh, to not have it at halftime, you know whatever. But but yeah, I mean we've you know we've heard different times where people you know have, have eaten in halftime. It, it's it's just the fact that it's New It's if that was Jeff Withy.
0: That would be the best story.
1: It it probably wouldn't even be a story. I mean, it's not.
0: We'd call him Hot Dog Jeff.
1: If Jeff withie came in and got a hot dog, okay. There's no picture being taken. There's maybe a couple tweets saying, "Oh, Jeff Withy just came and got a hot dog." No one's saying anything about it. No one's asking Carla about it post game. Like it's the fact that it's Netherlands. If Yogi and, did
0: it, they probably wouldn't even notice because he wasn't seven feet tall. <laughs>
1: if Dwight Powell did it, then they would be praising it saying that that's something he read about at Stanford. And it's
0: the greatest thing ever. <laughs> if it was Dirk, they would say that's how he got 30,000 points. <laughs> the Dirk worst one hot dog at a time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the stuff about New Orleans. I did not mean to go 20 plus minutes on that, but there we go. And it made it, like national headlines, man. Like yeah, that's it crazy. Did. It did. So, but, and so we had to address it, but, Isaac, uh, like you mentioned earlier in the podcast, you sat down with Nerlens and did a, you know, one-on-one interview. You didn't ask him about hot dog gate, which I, I admire that that you did. He did not stoop to the lowest level and lowest common denominator. Talk about hot dog gate. So, uh, but that is up right now on the smoking Cuban. Go check that out. We will discuss it in depth tomorrow, but, uh, so go read it before we talk about it. So you'll know what we're talking about on tomorrow's show. Uh, the last, do we want to talk anything about this Clippers game because it was boring in a good way?
1: Yeah, I mean it's always good to see, you know, see and hear booze uh, for DeAndre Jordan. Uh, so that was <laughs> did fun. Did you he, see
0: booze? You saw. Booze? Uh,
1: <laughs> I seen fans boo, make the boo noise. People it. were
0: people <laughs> were people were boozing and then they were <laughs> booing. Uh,
1: the booze were still there, uh, which is uh, quite remarkable.
0: It uh, wasn't that, as you know as you know vicious as it has been in the past where he like every time he gets the ball they boo
1: yeah not not as vicious but when we are like a couple years in now and so that's uh it's still still cool to see that he um, would have like
0: what two years left on his contract now with a player option at the end so he would have been this could have been like almost a contract year for him at this point like we're almost over the what like do the booze stop when his contract would have ended <laughs> so like, he'll have one more <laughs> no. year left for the booze
1: <laughs> he'll always be booed Um, but no, the Clippers game, I mean, they're, they're just rolling out. I mean, on Sunday night, they started two, two way players. The Clippers Uh,
0: are, are, they are sucking wind right now.
1: They're bad. Um, Deandre Jordan should be traded. Um, the the
0: Clippers starting lineup has one and a half players that can get their own shot. So they started against the Mavericks. They started Austin rivers, who is the half player. Lou Williams, who is the one player that can get a shot. So that's your one and a half right there. Because Austin Rivers can kind of get his own shot, and he tries a lot, but he really can't. Then DeAndre Jordan, then Montrez Harrell, and then either Wes Johnson or Sam Decker, you know, or like one of those guys. Like those n- three of your guys cannot hit jumpers or get their own shot. Like it's just – that's brutal. Like Wes Johnson can hit a shot every once in a while, but Harrell and Jordan cannot hit anything outside of grabbing it and putting it in the bucket within one feet. One foot.
1: Yeah. Feet. I mean, it, it's just wild right now to see the Clippers. Uh, you just want to see the direction, stock get fired. You know, if, they trade DeAndre. And-
0: if Lou Williams goes down, they have like zero offensive plus players.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, possibly.
0: Because, like, all their guys that can get shots went down Blake, Gallo, Tia Like, man all these guys going down for him.
1: They need to ship off Lou Williams too. And which is funny because I heard somebody say on the podcast the other day, like, oh yeah, if they, uh, if they trade Lou Williams, maybe they could get a late first. I'm like, no. how many years, how many years in a row has Lou Williams been traded for a late first? It feels like, <laughs> I think like,
0: the, the Lakers got not the Kuzma pick. Maybe the Josh Hart pick for Lou Williams though
1: from the Rockets. And then they traded Kim.
0: that pick for two picks they, yeah, anyway, they, but yeah, <laughs> which turned – Both of those guys, obviously Kuzma is really good for the Lakers, but Josh Hart's been pretty good for him as well. That was a good move.
1: But, yeah, like, you know, obviously they got the Clippers that were injury-riddled and everything, uh, which I, I tweeted out. You know, two games before that, they played the Spurs that didn't have Leonard, they lost. The game before that, they played the Nets that didn't have D'Angelo Russell, Or and Jeremy Lin. <laughs> or Jeremy Lin, they lost. Two best players.
0: They play or the Clippers. Moscow. That's their third best. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Oh my gosh, they play the Clippers, and you know they obviously won by thirty, and now they have Denver coming in tonight on Monday night, and uh, you know Jokic is out and Millsap and Millsap. So, no
0: like your uh, two All Star level <laughs> players are out. That is going to be. It's going to be weird.
1: But yeah, we'll see. Uh, See Jamal Murray against Dennis Smith. That'll be fun. I'm still a Moodyer believer. I'm still on his camp. He's
0: had an uptick this year. I feel like people are off the Moodyer's garbage bandwagon.
1: I hope so. I hope so. Um but I don't know. I don't think it's a, a, a guaranteed win. I don't know if there's any guaranteed wins for Dallas right now, but Yikes. um b- because I, I like their backers. I like what Fareed does. I'm still all aboard the camp Fareed, of Trey. I, I
0: I watched him play against the Lakers. He was destroying the Lakers last the other night. Oh.
1: I feel like the Dwight Powell for Kenneth Freed thing has been debated on Bunk fans, and I'm like, please do that in a heartbeat. Um, and, it's like uh, the Hernan-
0: Spider-Man meme, like when they both point at each other. It's like,
1: Oh, stop it. That is disrespectful to Kenneth Freed. Don't you dare. <laughs>
0: Isaac, Isaac loves when I make that joke.
1: Um, but is Hernan Gomez – I think Hernan Gomez is healthy. Yeah, so yeah, he I'm, played the other night. Okay. Yeah. So like him and Freed and Mason Plumley, they still got frontline. I think
0: Mason Plumley, everybody watch this in the game tonight. Mason Plumley has been sunburned for about twelve <laughs> years. Like guy like he came into the year and he had a really bad sunburn and he still has it. So I not sure what the guy is doing, but I guess living in LA, he can't get enough of the beach, and the beach has had enough of him.
1: <laughs> Poor guy.
0: He, he still has a sunburn. I don't know why he still has a sunburn. Being <laughs> one of the palest people in the known universe, like use the aloe vera. Man, aloe vera is your friend. I just don't understand. <laughs> That's got to hurt when you're banging in the paint too.
1: So, uh, yeah, I picked six wins for the month because I, I thought I was looking at the schedule, and I'm like, okay, the Clippers, we should beat them. They don't have anybody. Yeah, same. Maybe, maybe we can beat the Nuggets. So, like, without – Kitchen and Millsap. I'm like, that's two wins. So then I'm looking at the rest of my like, give me four more wins. <laughs> You're <like gasping>. we, <laughs> well, we play the Hawks and we play the Heat and we play the Suns. So hmm, very winnable games. Heat out and of then, middle. and then I mean, well, Whiteside's still not playing though. And then there's games I know, against my
0: fantasy team knows that.
1: <laughs> then there's games against you know the Pacers, the Pelicans. Pacers are good, man. I know, but like, it's not. You know, I don't, you know, it's not. Pacers just...
0: are a team that would beat the Mavericks. Young, can run them down. You know, like that would. Feel yeah, like...
1: but when you're looking at the Pacers, you're not saying, oh crap, it's the Warriors or it's the Rockets. Or, yeah, but you
0: are saying, oh crap, the... Oladipo and Sabonis my, may have been a good trade for Paul George.
1: Hey. <laughs> that that's true. That's so weird. anyway, I pick six. I pick six games for the month, and I'm banking on you know we play the Spurs twice, Celtics, Bucks, Warriors, T Wolves, Pistons. You know some of these games, maybe the Spurs, you know rest some players, and banking on you know a win here and there. You know maybe one win that's unexpected or something. So yeah,
0: to me it was the the Clippers, Denver, Phoenix, uh, Atlanta. And then Indiana or Miami. Those were the those were the games that I was like, okay, the Mavericks could win those. And to me, that was five. So I, I went yeah. with that. This is going to be really tough. The other games that they play that we haven't mentioned, they play at Boston, at Milwaukee, at Minnesota. Those are going to be rough. Then they play home against San Antonio, at Golden State, then at San Antonio, then Phoenix, then Detroit at home. And Detroit, if you guys have not been paying attention to the Eastern Conference, I don't blame you, but Detroit has been wrecking shop they have defeated the – I think they defeated the – they've definitely beat the the Cavs and the Warriors.
1: And the Celtics.
0: <laughs> they beat the Warriors in Oakland. Like, beat them there. Huh. Then they beat the Celtics. And I think they've also beaten the Rockets. Is that true? I think so, yeah. I think I might have made that up. That's like the four best teams in the NBA, or what presumably they were. And so they beat all those. Andre Drummond is, you know, is tearing it up. Uh, and, and Tobias Harris, we made fun of our friend Duncan Smith for comparing Tobias Harris to Harrison Barnes, and I think we owe Duncan Smith an apology.
1: No, it's people who say that he's the same or better than Harrison Barnes.
0: Uh, I think I we see. owe I think we owe Duncan Smith an apology even uh, on even on terms like that because he has been. Have you watched him?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, he's like he could be an all star right now. His three
0: point shot is is going down, and it is look, it's so uh, awesome. yes.
1: I would give Duncan that. Duncan's a, a good guy, a good writer that. Tobias is better than expected. I would still take Harrison Barnes over Tobias Harris. That's but. fair.
0: That's fair. I think I still would too. But I mean, also th- he's very good.
1: Also, Dallas plays the Thunder the very last day of the month. And yeah, I was gonna go through the rest 20-70. of it.
0: Then they then they play. So they play Detroit. Then they play at Miami. Then Atlanta. Then home for Toronto, which Toronto is you know is tough uh, with those veteran guards in the backcourt. Then uh, then at Indiana, at New Orleans, who has been better than expected. Then at Oklahoma City, I hope that they are at five wins when they go to the to OKC and then the Thunder just go. Remember when this team like beat the mess out of us? Let's just get back at them right now, and then they just like go <laughs> off. Hey, they could. That would be funny. And then I get to make you do another payoff. So,
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: So there we go. That is our, our bet for this month. I have five wins. Isaac has six wins. Tweet us what you think their their win total for the month is going to be. Let us know if you have any payoff ideas. Isaac will be singing another Duke fight song for the next two podcasts. That's what we talked about today with Hot Dog Gate, with the Clippers game. And then, guys, enjoy the game against Denver tonight, especially without their All-Stars. This should be a good win for the, the, the Peace out. Boom. Forest Bowl.